What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, episode four of season two. Thank you for the host, DS Claw, your gentleman and scholar. <laughs> we do this every Friday night. We apologize this evening that we are running a little bit late. CMB, thank you for popping in, man. Running a little bit late tonight. Some uh, yeah, toddlers listen to no one. That's all I'm going to say. That is the reason we're late. It's about a, a three-foot-tall little girl named Harper who has full of attitude is why we're late. Because she did not want to go down to sleep. Even though her eyes were crossing and she couldn't keep her eyes open. She was fighting hard. She's a fighter. That's right. But that's what's up, guys. Um, appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Like I said, we do this every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Mixer.com slash Fresh Takes Gaming. If you like what we're doing and you want to support the show, you can go to our merch room. We have uh, get some swag there with the Fresh Takes logo and uh, graphics. And that's merchroom.com slash Fresh Takes Gaming. If you just want to give a monetary donation, any amount goes a long way. We have a PayPal donation set up through player.me. Link for that is player.me slash. I'm waiting to remember it. Player.me slash. It's scrolling across the screen, but for audio listeners, player.me slash Fresh Takes Gaming hashtag or pound sign tip. So that is what's up. Again, apologize for being late. Put out some tweets letting y'all know that. Hopefully you will stick around with us this evening as we go a little over time because of that. But I'm one of your hosts, Bub Drum, followed by my my co-host, the DS Claw. What's good, everybody? I'll tell you what's not good. Unruly toddlers, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. I know, man. And I know, I know, I know. But uh yeah, such is life as a dad. I got a Golden Axe t-shirt on there. That's that's that's, that's gangster about, right there. Right? That's old school, right? That's keeping it real on. That's fresh. That's fresh. It's going to be our merch line, Fresh Threads Gaming. There <laughs> we go. But yeah, um lots going on, man. Uh we have quite a bit of things to discuss this week as per usual. Um but yeah, before that, man, how was your week? I know we did, we normally have a little little convo before we go live. We didn't get to have that luxury. But how's your week been over there in the frozen tundra? It's been cold, man. Um, it's been damn cold. <laughs> but uh, we're on the upswing for warmth, so I'm excited for that. It was actually a whole whopping five degrees today, so Ooh, I have that going for me. That's fantastic. I know, right? That's fantastic. <laughs> That's all good. But yeah, man. it's been going well. I'm going to be downloading Resident Evil 2 tonight. Okay. Uh, I'm going okay. to be doing the remake. I'm so pumped about that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So just chilling, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that's what I like to hear, man. I'm just trying to get some weird stuff here on some levels. Make sure I set those right. Okay. I think we're good there. So that said, my week's going pretty well. A lot warmer than yours, of course. <laughs> Um, it's not hard but, at this point. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, for real. But um, yeah, it's gone well. <clears throat> uh, yeah, man, the hype, the hype is real, man. Lots of lots of stuff about surrounding Anthem, some stuff surrounding Halo, some drama with different uh, game distribution stores. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's been busy. It has been busy. It has been very busy. Um. But for me personally, like work, work's going well this week. Um, I know I think I mentioned last week, maybe not on the show, can't remember. But I got thrown a web development project. Nice, it got man. placed in my lap. The great 
if I knew web development. <laughs> <laughs> I know web design from like 2008 era. <laughs> Haven't touched a lick of it since then. And the whole, there's just been a huge shift in how things are done. There's all the stuff like, oh, everything's responsive web design now. So you got to code everything and use these different tags and calls to let it detect which device it's looking on so it knows to format the page. Anyway, start off. Don't let it bust your balls. Just go to go to Squarespace, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Only it were that easy. That's not how it's going to work. <laughs> Squarespace, if you'd like to sponsor Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, please email freshtakesgaming at gmail.com. Uh, we'll gladly plug your, your services. But anyway, that said, kind of daunting because I was just like, I felt out of my element. I had to start doing some research, get some stuff. Good thing is, my manager dabbled in the same sort of stuff and web design, stuff like that. So and we share an office right now. We both don't have separate offices. He, When I got hired, I moved into his office basically because there's no other office spaces. So we're sharing an office, which I'm sure he loves. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I got help. Wait a minute. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, uh, so, but he's a super positive guy. So he's always like looking on the up and up things. And so, you know, he give me some hints there. He was looking at the code and everything like that throughout the week. So it's, he's, he's been a huge, huge help and, and motivator. So that's been great. Um, but yeah, now we'll fast forward to end of the week. Page is done. It's looking how it should look. It's functioning how it should function. We just need to get it posted live so I can test it on mobile devices. And that's going to be the oh, kicker. Yeah. So, nice. so yeah, good finish to the week, man, for sure. Anyway, that's done. I'm having some whiskey inside my Diet Pepsi tonight <laughs> because reasons. <laughs> because uh, three feet people. <laughs> <laughs> three feet people, man. Exactly. So, all that stuff going on, and that's out of the way now. Let's dive into some topics, man. Was did you get the notes? I'm pretty sure I sent you the notes. I did get the notes. Okay. Was there anything on there that you want to jump into first, man? That just kind of, kind of grabbed you. I'm bringing it up right now. Okay, um, cool. I was, <clears throat> I was interested in Heavy Rain because that was such an amazing game, and that is actually a title I never played, but I I did follow that closely. Mm-hmm. Um, just yep. because of story, it's 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 a game that's consistently referenced. Right. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. It's um, one of those things where you always hear like people talking about, oh, how great this game is, you know? Yeah, and you know because of the storytelling stuff. So, yeah, we can we can dive into that. So we got a story here um, from Eurogamer. Uh, it's about the Heavy Maker or not Heavy Maker Heavy Rain Studio, uh, Quantic Dream. Um, who also made the most recent Detroit Become Human. That's the most recent title they put out, which was exclusive nice. to PS4, which is also yep. another good storytelling sort of sort of game. So they have secured funding from NetEase, the same company that Bungie has mm, secured funding yeah. with. So NetEase obviously has some deep pockets and is really yeah, trying, to, some money. Trying, trying to make some Western, break into Western gaming. So... Um, Let's see here. Let's where's the where's the big the big thing from this? So basically, the article is saying, um, Quantum will no longer make PlayStation exclusives. That's what it says. The uh, David Cage, who's like one of the head guys, and there's another uh, 
quote from another guy. I can't pronounce his name. It's very French. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to butcher <laughs> this so bad. Oh, my God. Guillaume de Fondumier. Sure. I butchered that. <laughs> there we we're, go. We're going to call him G. Yeah, what's up, okay. G? What's up, G? <laughs> G, the quote from G says, Our objective is to present on all platforms where there's an audience that can enjoy our experiences. He said, We will, of course, continue developing on PlayStation, a platform that we know very well after having worked with Sony for 12 years. We will also be present on all other relevant platforms. Yes. You ubiquity across that, all platforms be nice. for titles. So... Um, and then a net ease executive chimed in um, a company of wait, 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 is this yeah a company of our size and stature doesn't make investments lightly and we have of course taken great care in analyzing all aspects of quantic dream in particular the studio culture this is very important for us as we take great care of these matters in our own company we have been able to spend time with quantic dream the, the quantic dream team I like the rhyme to get to know Damn me, Tom. <laughs> to get to know the studio culture, and we have seen nothing that points to any of the allegations published by certain press. So there was some bad press um, some months ago about the studio and the controversies of an unhealthy studio culture. Uh, it was reported about a year ago. Um. So you know. That's well. I'm know. I'm really interested in it because Heavy Rain was the first, um, well, one of the first titles because he had mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. Uh, I can't remember the rest of the name. It was like a crazy long ass name, but it was where your choices actually affected the game, and it was one of the first times you saw that in digital media. Yeah. And uh, Heavy Rain, it made it to the point where you could get all the way through the game, and you could get a, a variety of endings. And unless I'm mistaken, it's the one where there's the Origami Killer, right? I believe that's the case. And yes. uh, and the origami killer could actually get away. Like the good guys didn't win. Like yeah. every you could it could end horribly where everybody died. It was like Mass Effect one in that respect, where everybody could die, good guys win or bad guys win, and and that's just what it is. But that's based off your choices. Then later on in Detroit, we get the same kind of options where exactly uh, because due to our choices, due to what you do as a player, or what you don't do as a player affects the outcome. So I'm excited to see titles like that on Xbox because yeah, I haven't yeah, seen something like that in a hot damn minute. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm, I'm excited for that. And I, you know, um, you know, on Xbox, it's gonna look, it's gotta be a 4K enhanced or Xbox One X enhanced title. Or maybe they're gonna wait. Maybe this isn't gonna be as quick for this for this generation. Maybe they're gonna wait till you know to the next Xbox to really yep. produce something. Um, Indigo Prophecy. That was the name of the game. Oh Sorry. yeah, that was, that was it. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a good fucking game, man. It was good. It was good. Yo, what up, Coop? It it, it is interesting. It does sound interesting. If you, I don't know if you heard of Detroit Become Human, but that's also an interesting one. Same sort of style. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, I man. We'll see what's coming from them. Hopefully, hopefully sooner than later. I would love to see something get. Yes. Even, even if it's a port of Heavy Rain or Detroit Become Human to current gen console, I'll be all about that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Current gen Xbox. Let me, let me rephrase that. Current gen Xbox. Or PC even yeah. at this point. Um, I've got some paint on my shirt. How great is that? It's not bird poop, I promise. It's paint. <laughs> I do I do, I do do paint in my house, you know? The walls. Anyway. Squirrel moment. <laughs> it's like, squirrel! <laughs> so, moving on. So, yeah, we ta- oh, my God. 
Go ahead. Uh, you're good. No, we, it's all good, man. So uh, some other stuff. Some some. Speaking of exclusivity, right? <laughs> Coop says finger paint. Speaking of exclusivity, as Quantic Dream is breaking away from PS4 exclusives, it looks like. Where the heck is it? Uh, yes, it looks like Blops 4 is uh, doing some time exclusivity on their league play. Uh, this comes to us from Eurogamer um, as well. So PC and Xbox One Call of Duty Black Ops 4 players call league play first on PS4. Timed exclusivity a slap in the face. So basically, um, Call of Duty Blops 4 gets league play four months after the game came out and it's first on PlayStation 4. Uh, so it's due out in mid-February. Uh, Treyarch said it's investing additional time and development into making Blops 4 competitive play as robust its competitive play as robust as possible. League play is a competitive feature that was popular with Blops 2 players, but it includes focus rank mode fueled by skill-based matchmaking, and a place that features the same rules the pros adhere to in the Call of Duty World League. So that's kind of lame that that's. Uh, a timed exclusivity to PS4. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I agree, Coop. Let's see. This is, yeah, the Treyarch said it's taking a few extra weeks to implement new test changes, blah, 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 to the next major game update, which is self planned for mid February. This is first on PS4, Treyarch added, as per Activision's exclusivity deal with Sony. We know all about those. This point has certainly kicked up a stink with Call of Duty players on PC and Xbox One, and you can see why. League plays something players had expected to arrive much sooner in Black Ops 4's life cycle than mid-February, so for it to have time exclusivity around one platform doesn't feel fair if you're not on PS4, even if the delay is just a week. And then a quote from a sub uh, subreddit, uh, from Black Ops 4 subreddit says. Wait, I didn't even think about that for Xbox players, wrote Bartsy16 in a post on the Black Ops 4 subreddit. I know we, might, we all might have our differences, but this is just unfair to those who have Xbox and PC. Uh, other other comments. How are they going to drop League Play like it's exclusive content when it's something that they promised at or around launch? Added some I am, whatever username. <laughs> what a joke. That's what they said. I've been waiting for months to get on my competitive grind, and it's again delayed, said Chrome-some? Chrome-some. Somi. Chrome-some. Slap in the faces. I'm an Xbox player, too. That was interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So, someone else said, that's such a scummy move. Uh, we've seen scummy moves time and time again from from studios that are under the, uh, seem to be under Activision's uh, reign. I, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> Coop, I agree. Uh, he's saying so tired of timed, uh, exclusive, and non-cross-playing gaming. And I, I 100% agree. I don't really, as far as timed exclusive exclusivity goes, I kind of get it because it's in the best interest of the publishers and the developers. There has to be some kind of kickback in order to develop that, that business relationship. The consumer is going to fill it, but people on PlayStation, if you had a PlayStation or or if this was a game that was reversed of like it's on Xbox first for a week, like you're probably going to talk shit back the other way. You know what I mean? Oh, for and, sure. For sure. And, and you'd be like, oh, hell yeah, that's right. That's why I roll Xbox. You know what I mean? And that it's, it's so. You're right. 
we're getting it. It's a week apart. Cool, whatever. That 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 kind of sucks. The crossplay is the issue that I'm really just getting burnt on. In this day and age, with how much shit that we actually play as a world, not just as a gaming community, but as a world, how much we actually interact with one another, to constantly be hobbled is is ridiculous. So yeah, I'm over that shit. Coop, I, that's the main thing I think of, man. When I think of that, the uh, Coop says, "I think back to Destiny, Destiny One timed exclusive content coming to Xbox after Destiny Two was released. Yeah, there was a uh, was it a scout rifle, OP scout rifle, and a strike or something like that. We, crazy. Destiny Two's out, and they dropped that content to Xbox because of the exclusivity deal they had with Pete, with Sony. So, yeah, it's that, it's that kind of stuff, man. So." But you know what, Coop? Thinking of cl- crossplay, thank you. Uh, yeah, strike PvP map and weapons. Yep, that was it. Speaking of crossplay, uh, good segue here. Another one from uh, Eurogamer. So the uh, free-to-play Monster Hunter-like uh, game Dauntless is migrating all player accounts to the Epic Store. So I have it a, a, a uh, an account with Dauntless. It's Phoenix Labs, who's the developer of it. Played the game, just didn't have anybody to play with. It was great. It was fun. Um, but it's definitely a social party type game you need to kill some of these monsters. Um, so Phoenix Labs has announced that it will be migrating all existing accounts for its free-to-play co-op monster hunter Dauntless over to the Epic Game Store later this year, and that all players will require an Epic login in order to continue playing after the move. So the account migration will begin as soon as possible. Then once the process is complete, the game's current launcher will be retired. Those players that don't currently have an Epic Games account will need to opt in to the migration process, at which point it seems their Dauntless accounts will be converted automatically. Those that do, however, will need to link their Dauntless and Epic accounts together manually closer to launch via the game's official website. Okay. Um, so this is all in a big move, as they say, you know, migrating your account, blah, 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 blah. What does Epic Games bring, or is well known for, cross-play? That's why Phoenix Labs is moving over there, um, yep. is to get aggressively involved with with crossplay. Um, and Epic has that developed. It's proven. It's a proven concept that they've they've created with Fortnite. So I get it. That's I get that move. I get the move on Phoenix Labs doing that. Yeah, it's great. And we talking about the Epic Store uh, entering the market and and the impact that that was going to have. Anyways, we're just starting to see the actual. We're starting to see it roll out now. Yes. But we're going to see people go back and forth on it. And more and more people, I think, are going to start coming off of Steam. Uh, yes. Segway again. Good setup, my friend. <laughs> so as is the title, this is kind of the big title of the of the stream to, or the show tonight. Um, <laughs> it's coming from PC Gamer. Epic declared war on Steam today. So... Uh, to challenge a platform synonymous with PC gaming, the Epic Store needs its own games. This comes from PC Gamer. I don't know if I said that. Um, Epic Store needs its own games. So, Epic is stealing Metro Exodus from Steam 18 days before it launches. Whew. So, basically what happens is the uh, studio behind the next met- the Metro game, Metro Exodus... Um, Epic basically cut a deal with with that studio. Said, "Hey, uh, come on over to our platform." So they're going exclusive to uh, the developer is Deep Silver. Uh, so Deep Silver unexpectedly pulled Metro Exodus from Steam, the platform both 
platform uh, they've seen on for years. They announced this defection on the Steam store itself. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Oh, shit. That's imagine, a slap. Yeah, imagine if Metroid occupied shelf space at a GameStop for six months, then announced at the last minute, visibly on that same shelf. You can only buy the game at Target. <laughs> That's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. That's messed up. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it says he, he, they have a screenshot of the notice from the Steam store for Metro Exodus, from from Deep Silver, the developer. It says notice later today, later today, sales of Metro Exodus will be discontinued on Steam due to a publisher decision to make the game exclusive to another PC store. The developer and publisher have assured us that all prior sales of the game on Steam will be fulfilled on Steam, and Steam owners will be able to access the game in any future updates or DLC through Steam. We think the decision to remove the game is unfair to Steam customers, especially after a long pre-sale period. We apologize to Steam customers that we're, that we're expecting it to be available for sale through the February 15th release date, but we were only recently informed of, this, of the decision and given limited time to let everyone know. Wow. And then it says, Valve rarely responds to insults. I know because I insult Valve all the time and they never want to talk to me. <laughs> okay, that's funny. But for once, it's, it's licking its wounds publicly. This is a quote uh, from Valve. We think the decision to remove the game is unfair to Steam customers, especially after a long pre-sale period, Valve wrote on the Metro Exodus store page. We apologize to Steam customers that were expecting it to be available for sale through through the February 15th release date, but we were only recently informed of the decision and given limited time to let everyone know. War isn't isn't fair, and as, as of today, Epic has properly declared it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The banner's so, up, dude. Uh, <laughs> There's man, that, that's like... that's kind of scary because Deep Silver is actually. Uh, I was like, I know that that title. Uh, I know that developer, and uh, just to name a few without going throughout their entire list, Dead Island, Catherine. Um, let's see what was another good one. Oh, fucking Persona Five. They were a part of that. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> dead light uh Man. so these guys had their fingers in quite a few games uh kingdom come deliverance oh yeah, yeah there's uh some of the yakuza titles they were involved with so they could be bringing some some pretty good heat with them to yeah. epic so and that he, could be and, interesting and, and here we thought the pc platform was pretty much not segmented as coop says i was afraid of this multiple stores with content exclusive to them so consumers need multiple apps to play games yeah man you're gonna need like a separate hard drive just to load all the a launcher for your launcher i know right (laughs) golly so that that, that's crazy that's crazy um and this also there's a cross reference from Eurogamer on the same thing um they posted an update deep silver owner thq nordic (laughs) <laughs> distances itself from the announcement. Ooh. Yes, THQ Nordic, which owns Metro Exodus publisher Deep Silver, has shared its own statement regarding yesterday's controversial announcement that 4A Games' forthcoming first-person shooter is now one-year timed exclusive on the Epic Store. So, you know you done messed up if THQ's coming out with a statement. Like, they, they just kind of like, whatever, we do what we want. We just buy stuff. We don't tell anybody about it. You know? We do what we want. We do what we want. So, in a post to Twitter... THQ Nordic posted this. The decision to publish Metro Exodus as a timed Epic Store exclusive was made entirely on, uh, I think it's called Koch Media or Coke Media, si- Media side as Metro is their intellectual property. 
They are a sister company of THQ Nordic, which is the reason why we can and will not comment on this matter. We do not want to categorically exclude the possibility of time exclusive for any of our games in the future, but speaking in the here and now, we definitely want to have the players choose the platform of their liking and make our portfolio available to as many outlets as possible. Thank you. That's what they said. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. good on THQ to stick in their guns. Like, listen, we, we, <laughs> not our IP. These jokers <laughs> over here did it. We are for the gamers. <laughs> All right. Blame them. Blame them. All right. <laughs> so I guess, you know, I don't know. Deep yeah, Silver was insane. trying to get into the deep pockets of Epic. That's all I can say. Yeah. That's crazy, though, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Coop says... There, no. That has to be a pretty good deal, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, they got the money to make these deals, so as we know. Yeah. Uh, Coop says in chat, now I need to have stores open all the time to make sure games are updated so they are ready when I want to play them, all taking up PC resources. 100%, man. Word, man. <sighs> I got one one suggestion for you, Coop. We know a patch is coming out. Team Viewer, install Team Viewer on your computer, remote into it from work, and just start launching all your launches. <laughs> Create a batch script to launch all your launches and just let them run all day, and then uh, check it on them periodically and then close them out. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. So, uh, what else we got? So we're talking about launchers. We're talking about other things. Uh, what else? Not a good segue. So we're just gonna get into it, man. <laughs> Not a good segue after that one. So we had two good ones. Yeah, two good ones. So I'm I'm okay with that. So the, <laughs> where I'm waiting for Canonical. Canonical's not in here. I would talk about some this Fallout 76 story. I'll I'll say that for maybe he'll pop in a little later. I don't know. It's 9:43. <laughs> he's, he's probably not popping in tonight. Um, but yeah. So apparently a uh, it's coming uh, via Gamespot, a new Dragon Ball Project Z action RPG has been revealed uh there's been some murmurings about it they're just it's finally confirmation yeah so that's good <coughs> yeah and the reveal trailer looks pretty dope this is on GameSpot. i mean it doesn't show too much but it's kind of like okay i i want to see gameplay as i always do um so bandai namco officially announced some big dragon ball related news during the dragon ball fighter z world world tour finals in addition to confirming a second season of DLC is on the way for the fighting game, the publisher shared the first trailer for its new Dragon Ball Z action RPG. Um, yeah, it doesn't showcase much of the gameplay, but it appears the game will recount the story of Dragon Ball Z. So, um, the first time Goku transforms into a Super Saiyan during his battle with Frieza. Um, also, some familiar locations, including Capsule Corp in the Kame House. Uh, what else we got going here? This, so, you're basically playing the story of Goku. Um, is what it boils down to. It'll launch sometime this year for PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam. Not the Epic Store. Steam is dropped. Oh, in snap. Ahead. Give it time. I'm sure <laughs> Epic will throw some money at somebody and make it come over there. Um, it's being developed by CyberConnect2, the studio behind Asura's Wrath, which was a fantastic game. I love that game on the 360, man. Asura's Wrath was so good. Very Japanese, but it's still so good. <laughs> still so good. Um, and they also developed uh, uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Trilogy. So, yeah, I, I, I want to see gameplay. I want to see how this is going to go. Like is, like the leveling system, gear, since it's RPG elements, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on... Um... 
I got to I was watching the fucking trailer. <laughs> I got loud. I got really loud. Uh, um I'm kind of interested because it seems like a lot of the online uh, fighting games that you can do versus on PvP, uh, it seems like they are pushing a little bit towards beating you up on the micro transactions, a lot like your bigger kind of um, battle royale kind of games like that. Uh, a lot of them with the cosmetics, but also ones that actually do offer perks uh, based off of an armor set or whatever it is when you're doing it. And I can only imagine that... Um, you'll be able to buy like the Saiyan suit or classic Gohan or Go Goku suit and all that shit um, or the Saiyan mode or whatever it is, you know? And I think, I think that it'll be one to watch to see what happens with the microtransactions on that. Very true. Very true. We'll, we'll have any sort of like, you know, the, the, you know, the ARPG always references Diablo, right? Or Diablo three, like, the auction house yep. will have any sort of in-game economy like that. It'll be interesting yep. to see as well. So, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you know it's could be coming for you. Get excited about that for sure. Yeah, fuck me. All right, did I close that? I closed that already. Awesome. You want to talk about Anthem? Should we talk about Anthem? Yeah, since we're talking about microtransactions. Yes, we can talk about that. <laughs> okay. Ah. <sighs> So, this coming from Reset Era. Um, first look <laughs> at Anthem's featured store items and cost. Now, keep in mind, in parentheses, prices are not final. Everything's purchasable with earned currency. So, not only can you use in-game currency that you earn throughout the game, yep. you can also pay out of pocket for it. So, uh, it's a, just pulling some stuff from it. Um, there are no items, including cosmetics and emotes, that are only available for purchase with shards. Everything is either available for coin only or has a dual price, giving players the option of saving up their coin or dropping real money on shards for an emote or skin. The shop only sells cosmetics and not weapons, and there are no loot boxes. Okay. Um, official response from Bioware. Bioware. Hey there, one thing to keep in mind is these don't represent final stamped for all of Eternity pricing. We are iterating on our economy design and balance almost daily. So you're seeing a snapshot of one iteration. This is why we, I can paste this in the chat too. This is why we tend not to discuss things like pricing because it's one of those iterative things that's sure to change frequently right up until the day you play the game. Um, this was coming on the heels of uh, basically a screenshot that's on the post. Coop <laughs> says, Anthem, what's that? It's what we're playing later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that shows a armor pack, an armor skin pack, for 2,000 shards, right? So it looks like it's going to be 100 shards, based on this screenshot, um, or what they're saying. 100 shards are going to cost you a dollar, which means an armor pack is $20, an emote is $12, and $8 for a rare texture. So... 20 bucks for a skins are insane if it's true. People are commenting here. Mm -hmm. 12 bucks for an email. Yeah, those are super high price. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not... I'm No. If, you, if I pay $60 for a game, fine. <laughs> if I want skins and stuff like that, you, you need to crank those prices down. Like, What was the game that had the uh, $20 Santa suit skin that you could get? 
Fallout 76? Oh, shit. God, fuck. I actually wasn't trying to dig at him, but that's... Don't, hey, uh, we'll, we'll segue into it, man. Another segue. You're setting him up for me tonight, man. Just trying to, trying to set him up. Uh, Coop says, maybe in-game shards aren't worth as much as bot shards. Maybe. We don't know yet. But that, like he said, and, and the guy from Bioware you know, had a very good statement. He's yep. like, they're const- constantly iterating on this. This is not final, yeah. signed, sealed, and delivered what the what the economy is going to be like as far as microtransactions are concerned. Um, so that's, you know, I'm, that's fine. I'm, there ain't, I doubt anyone's going to pay 20 bucks for a skin or $12 for an emote. I just don't, I mean, unless you have a lot of money just to, to waste. But... Um, I think they'll iterate on it and make it more reasonable. We'll see. Put some food for thought there. Um, yeah, I hope. Jumping over to the best, Fallout 76. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've uh, kicked this dead horse even more so into the ground. Um, this is coming from a, a, a Reddit post on the Fallout Reddit. It states, The... Last Fallout 76 patch is a disaster, and Bethesda now silently deletes and removes threads and users from their forum over it. That's a Blizzard move. Blizzard's done it. Yep. Don't want bad press. So, here's basically what's going on. Latest patch, um, the latest patch of the game reintroduced old bugs into the game. Like apparently, like this, the bobby pin weight, bulked items not working properly, fusion core spawn rate at workshops being too low by a factor of ten. It also looks like duping is back on the menu. Um, what they're saying though, this is speculative. The way it looks looking right now, everything points to them having basis patch on an older build, hence the old squashed bugs coming back to life, and even duping working in. Uh, let's see, blah, 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 so, I mean, it's just like, when will it end? (laughs) Like, if you're seriously not at this point just considering free-to-play, like, you you need to, like, I know we talked about last week, like, possibly free-to-play, and they dismissed those rumors, but, it's bad. No, I ended up, uh, I was streaming last night, and I had a true believer hit my chat. Oh, man. And uh, it wasn't an attack thing. Like, there was no shit talking. Like, it generally turned into a question deal. Like, okay, so tell me what you dig about it. Like, what is it that you love, love about the game, you know? Because I can, I can see you're a true believer, and, and the game will do no wrong no matter how we talk about it. So tell me, tell me like, why. And uh, the thing that we kept coming back to was the community environment. He really enjoyed the community aspect of being able to play a Fallout game with other people in the same same world. And um, I think that that's really cool. And I think that with such a strong community that those people that are playing that game deserve more from that company. Yes. And I think that they are fucking their true fans. Whether or not I'm one of them is regardless. When I talk to a real hardcore Fallout fan and um, they are still dead set on the company, the game can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really unfortunate. It's a serious disservice and you are screwing your community. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that. It's just no good, man. It's just no good. Um, so we're just going to let it be. That's the latest on the Fallout 76 patch. <laughs> uh 
I, I, that's all. Thanks, Coop, <laughs> for the for the hype. <laughs> so, going back to Anthem. Um, in the open beta, I play as you know. I played last last weekend during the open beta. I guess I can give my impressions. I know in your in your Discord, I just kind of said just a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, this is based off the beta from last week, not the open beta that's currently taking place. Yep. And some things have changed since then, but from last week. Once they got the bugs ironed out, so let me just start with that. They were able to turn it around. Which which surprised me, because at one point Coop and I were in Discord and we were chatting and talking. We're just like, yeah, we're not we're not gonna buy this. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean it was it was it was kind of like that just based on that. Um, <laughs> Coop says, "Tell me more about it. It sounds interesting." Well, as you know, Coop, like so, anytime you would load into what they call an expedition or you know a, a mission, essentially. Mm-hmm. There was a large chance your loading bar would get to about 90%. No, this is on PC. I can't speak to this on Xbox. I didn't play it on Xbox, but I've heard reports of the same sort of situation. Loading bar would get to about 90%, just an infinite loop. Like you just stuck. You would actually have to physically like try to alt-tab out, go to your task manager, completely kill it, relaunch it. Oh, shit. And relaunch it. Now, to credit them... They implement. They have a feature feature implemented into the game that if you get like when you get kicked out or you lose connectivity or something like that, and you load back in, it will load you back into the same mission and expedition and party that you were previously a part of. Okay, so it keeps like a bookmark there for you. Yeah. Okay. So good on them for doing that because had to use it, it crap ton of times. Um. Oh yeah. Also, Coop says uh, his CPU temp would keep rising as this happened as well. So CPU was loaded when this happened. So it was under like immense load when this was boot loop was Jesus. going on. Yeah. And then on my stream when I was streaming it, I haven't heard any reports of this. This could have been a fluke. I I don't know. I went to Alt Tab out of it, and it completely freaked out. Like it was just like flickering a black black frame back in the game. Black frame like just constantly oh wow yeah i was gonna have a seizure uh, <laughs> it was terrible it was absolutely terrible like coop could vouch for it he was watching like oh my god dude that's terrible so and it did that for a few minutes i'm just like i need to get out of this nothing was happening nothing was working um oh and that did happen to coop once on sunday afternoon as well okay so you know there there were bugs right there there were bugs abounded but they were committed you know, they had like they, you know, the Bioware, EA, they had a worm set up with their devs and studio programs, all that stuff, just to, you know, fix, 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 fix. And on Sunday, I knew Coop said he had an issue Sunday. On Sunday, it was pretty flawless for me. I really didn't have any issues, and that's when I got to really experience. And I got the new, um, the new javelin uh, unlocked that I was able to play, um, and that really turned turn my opinion around like okay let's go out and free play let's test the bounds of this i mean the verticality of it is fantastic because you can pretty much go anywhere at least how it seemed yeah 
Coops, that's the only issue I had for the four hours I played. So the verticality is great. The environments look good. I could see how they could get a little stale, possibly, if there isn't a lot of variety once it's you know the okay. full game's released. Um, but again, I can't speak 100% to that because I only had a small slice. Um, but it turned me around. <clears throat> it turned me around. So... Uh, CMB chimes in. Today's demo has been pretty solid, to be honest. And I'm, I'm, I haven't d- dived in yet. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And strictly speaking, from last week, there was there were some bumps and stuff with it when it, you know on Friday and Saturday. But like I said, Sunday when I played it was good. It was a good time. Well, that's good. And we also, anytime we're talking about beta or alphas, pre-alphas, any of that, you got to remember that it's it's not the final version, right? Right. So I haven't played any of it yet. I've just seen screenshots. I've been taking people's opinions and stuff like that because I'm still on the fence. Go download the demo tonight, man. Uh, 20, 23 yeah. gigs to your Xbox. My good God. Yeah, but that's going to cut into my Resident Evil, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, so, um, yeah. So. But the only thing I heard about uh, what was the loading issues that you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. The servers were chock full. And and this is just the negative stuff. I've heard a lot of good positive stuff. Mm-hmm. So get to that part too. <clears throat> the other part was that um, it seemed like the the majority of the exploration was either uh, up high or in the water. It didn't seem like there was anything like on the middle plane, like running on the uh, just like regular land. But that was only one. That was one person that was championing that charge. And it seems like there were people that were just chiming in like, yeah, just to kind of be on that person's dick. So I don't really have like a lot of faith in that one. Um, but everything that I've seen about it when it was first announced at E3, it's just gorgeous. So it, if nothing else, I'm going to try it just to try it because it just looks so damn pretty. It is a good looking game. Um, and I agree with you. Coop, Coop says Anthem Gunplay was also great. I worried about that. Very true. Yeah. The gunplay is very good. Um, now there's three different styles of mechs you can go right there's the heavy you're kind of scouty super fast one okay there's four so laid on have, me man so you start with the ranger which is kind of like your balanced middle of the road kind of class right yep does um you know has various different types of weapons they can use snipers shotguns assault rifles um different ordinances like you can create a what they call bulwark, which is basically like a dome shield, takes incoming damage. So if you're uh, almost like a Titan bubble from Destiny-ish. Okay. Um, and his ultimate, he launches a bunch of like tracking missiles, which is pretty sweet. And let's see, the other one's the Storm, which is my personal favorite. It's very warlocky, reminiscent of the Warlock. <laughs> um, you use a bunch of elemental stuff, so you can stack... Um, different types of, of stuff in your load, even for the Ranger. Like, you can just, the Ranger has grenades, um, and the Storm class has what they call focuses. So they have, like, a blast seal, a focus seal, and it's, more, it's like, okay, this does ice, this does electricity damage, this does fire damage. And you load these things out. So you can create combos. Like, if you freeze someone and then, like, hit them with a lightning blast, like, that can create a combo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the the ultimate on the storm is is ridiculous. Like you just start cycling through all these huge different like elemental elemental bombs, basically. So 
Storm's gonna probably be my go-to. The other one's the Interceptor. That's a very, very twitchy, fast sort of play style. That's more melee based. Um, okay. Which is kind of cool. Um, and then you have the Colossus, which is the tank, basically. A little slower, less mob- you know, a little less mobility, but can uh, take some damage and do some, do some, uh, you know, crowd control with shields and stuff like that. So only play this as a Storm nice. and the Ranger. The other thing that sells it is the flight controls are so well dialed in. It was crazy. Coop says that he loved the Interceptor. Yes, Coop, play, Coop played the Interceptor. <laughs> he was like, I remember him <laughs> on chat. He's like, whoa, this is completely different than the Ranger. <laughs> so. Um, Way cool. Yeah, it, I'm impressed with it. Like I said, by Sunday, they turned it around. I was really impressed with it. I'll, it'll probably be a buy for me. Um, just based on the flight and shooting mechanics and the verticality of it. I dug it. The only thing, the only gripe I had is that when you're in the town, Fort Tarsus, you have to walk this slow moseying pace through town, which was, <laughs> which was, I was not pleased with, but onto our next topic about <laughs> Anthem. Great segue. I set up for myself where, uh, there Bioware is lifting the ban on running in Fort Tarsus. <laughs> so now, Based on the buggy VIP demo, BioWare has fixed its plan for the public demo, but now you can uh, be in Fort Tarsus. Um, uh, uh, but where they say this? Yep. So BioWare's heard the feedback, and run speed will be added for launch. So that's one less thing for f- freelancers, because that's what you're called. You're called a freelancer in the game. Uh, that's one less thing for the freelancers to worry about. So, but initially nice. they wanted it to feel, wanted you to feel human and feel like you're actually, you know, just walking through town. So, but it is being changed, which is good. So they're hearing the feedback, they're acting on it. So that's fantastic. That's good. Yeah, that that's promising. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Coop says <laughs> crazy spaz super. Yeah, for the for the interceptor one, it it's it, it's like a freaking EDM light show. <laughs> I don't know what else to describe it, man. It's just, I don't know. It's like, that's all I hear in my head when I see that thing. Man. It's just like going off. Get the glow sticks. <laughs> for real, man. For real. But yeah, um, so that's what's going on with Anthem. I'm excited to play it again this weekend. I'll be hopping into it later. Uh, also, how do you feel about Halo, DS Claw? Uh, I hurt me some Halo. I'll just hurt you some Halo. I'll do, I'll do it nice and, nice and easy. I, I like Halo. Okay. Well, Microsoft really wants to know how you feel about it. This coming to us from GameSpot. They um, hired someone for the role of a director of player voice. Who I've watched the guy. um, His name is uh, Justin Roby. And he goes by uh, Roby One Kenobi on Mixer. I've watched his streams. He's been on Mixer. He does the power build show for custom PCs and stuff. Um, he does game streams, all all that's all that sort of stuff. So I, you know, I've watched the stuff before, and I was like, oh, that's cool. He's been in Microsoft for 17 years, everything from a test software test engineer to a senior producer, you know, mixer, and now he's going over to three four uh, three four three as director of player voice. So that's awesome. Yes, he said in a tweet. He said in a tweet, "This new role is about working with you, the player, to have an active voice throughout the development, launch, and lifetime of Halo Infinite." Let's rock this together. 
Uh, So, not that much of a surprise, but the hiring of Roby in the new director of player voice role seemingly confirms that Halo Infinite will use the games as a service model similar to previous Halo games and titles from the wider industry in general. Gives us a service, man. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so you can... I can see that causing problems later on because a lot of the newer Halo community, the older Halo about the the campaign, right? Yeah. And you have the esports version of that that's like kind of in the middle that loves the game for the game, but also loves the multiplayer aspect of it. Newer people to the Halo franchise are just focusing solely on the multiplayer um, PvP uh, deal, and they keep trying to push. 343, Bungie, anybody that'll listen, they keep trying to push into Battle Royale. And they've come out a couple times out on record saying that they're not going to do that, uh, that they're going to still stick with the campaign and keep multiplayer the way it is. Uh, But if there is a community outreach person, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? So if they keep pushing for it, I'm concerned. So they will get my two cents about how I feel about fucking Halo. And um, trying to preserve the idea that solo campaign and being able to do split screen with my homeboy on a couch is how I like to play that game. I don't like it to be, we can only play via online or we won't be able to play together at all. Like I'm, I'm over that shit. hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. But speaking of battle royales, Breaking news. Breaking news, my friend. Breaking news. Crack that egg. What is it? Via Reddit. Leet. New Titanfall game to drop Monday. What? Confirmed. I don't know. This is is a leak on Reddit. The Titanfall Reddit. And there's a video posted. I don't want to watch. Should we watch it on stream? Should we do that? Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that. You want to watch this? You want to watch this? this? Uh, yeah, bring it. Let's see. Let's see. How long is this, though? I don't know. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me hit the play. 12 minutes? No, we ain't got time for that. I'm posting the link. Yeah. time for this guy. Some guy, single cam, has a YouTube channel. I'm going to post it and you can see it. But here's what's funny. If you look at the, the threads in there, in the comments, because I noticed this the other week, right? So it's gonna be a Titanfall game battle royale. I've mentioned before I could probably get behind that. Um, yeah. So let's look here. So I know uh, Shroud, a big, a big Titanfall player previously. Um, he's huge on Twitch, big streamer. Um, I noticed him playing Titanfall two recently on stream. I was like. Interesting, because he gets sponsorship stuff. Like I noticed, uh, Doctor mm-hmm. Disrespect also playing Titanfall Two on stream recently. Interesting, yeah. So, and they both on their Twitter said something to the effect of like they're going out to L.A. to test to play some super secret project they can't talk about. And then someone oh, also looked like, geez. yeah, there's a lot of Titanfall streamers that were also in L.A. at that same time that had to go to L.A. So hmm. I'm like, huh, for the super secret project. Maybe, so, maybe, yeah, maybe there's some meat to it yeah i mean the thing is doc and uh shroud are both very big battle royale players now so if they want people to test the oh, battle yeah, royale huge. they those are the, those are two names you want to come play 
and that's give feedback. Tune in to PUBG. Yeah, that's the those guys are one of the few reasons that PUBG was still hanging on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that ain't no shit. That it's not being disrespectful to PUBG at all either. It just yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, what else? Um, and they also speculate it'll be a free to play battle royale Titanfall game. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see this. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm, I'm, I am. Uh, oh, and someone confirmed Respawn Entertainment, the studio behind Titanfall, is based in LA. And in the video, the official poster claims Shroud's going to be one of the first, along with Dr. Disrespect, to informally announce the game. Uh, yeah, man, that's... Could be pretty cool, man. Dude, I'm, I, I'm, I, 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 like, I'm trying to tame the hype, because that's like... <laughs> that's like... That's your jam? <laughs> freak out! <laughs> so that's there. If you want to watch the video, it's there. I haven't had a chance to watch it all yet, but I just, just saw this come through. <laughs> Coop says, hmm, am I getting BR overloaded? Possibly. Just depends, man. Just depends. Um, let's see. Uh, but then you got to think, someone else says, but then you got to think about how the microtransaction system is going to work if it's free to play from EA yeah. Respawn. Yeah, true, true. Oh, man. I don't know. Exciting stuff, man. Exciting stuff. That would be dope. <laughs> that would be dope. Oh, what is, what is it? Whoa, 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 what is this? Is well, he's in the time of day. Okay, someone, people just the yeah, the internet being the internet in some of these comments, you know, got to sift. That's what it does. Got to sift it all out. Um. But yeah, breaking news, man. That's <clears throat> that's pretty cool. That's gonna be dope if it's true. We'll see. That's just two days. Just two I days know. to wait for the I news, know. man. It'll be all right. I know, man. Ooh, it'd be good. <laughs> so here's the thing. Xbox. Rumor has it they're gonna go big at E3 this year. We speculated that they they would be though in a previous one because yeah. Sony stepped down. So he's not doing anything. Yep. They announced it. So that's a big yeah, slot for Xbox to fill up. So um, let's see. There's uh, the quote for us. This comes to us from GameSpot, of course. Uh, so they were speaking to Major Nelson. Uh, Phil Spencer started off by saying, this is going to be a fun E3 for us. He recalled an internal Microsoft conversation about E3 after the news that dropped last year about E3, which is presumably a reference to Sony skipping the show. There was some news about E3 back in the fall. We had a discussion internally about, should we go big? Should we save some money? What does that mean? We decided, no, we're not going to save money. We're going to do our thing, Spencer said. I love this guy. I love (laughs) Phil Spencer, man. We're going to go and be as big at E3 as we've ever been. I love that opportunity. Uh, Let's see... Right now, with about five months to go before E3 2019, Microsoft is in the midst of thinking about how and who the company can get to come on stage, Spencer said. The company is also talking about if the company wants to talk about titles and products coming in the short term versus the long term. Spencer said he personally likes to be transparent, but he's also mindful of being careful not to announce something too early. Spencer didn't get into specifics, but he said the content lineup from Xbox for E3 2019 is already great. 
in quotes. The company also plans to talk about the future of Xbox and more about what the Xbox brand means beyond the console. The Xbox is a console, but there are millions of people who spend time and money on Xbox outside of the console family through PC and mobile, Spencer pointed out. At E3, he wants to let people know that they don't need to own an Xbox to be part of the Xbox community. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Let's see. Gonna go for the Play Anywhere stuff, huh? I'm thinking so. Uh... <laughs> Also in the interview, Spencer talked about Xbox's position in 2019, saying the groundwork that Microsoft put down in recent years will really begin to pay off this year. Quoting George W. Bush, Spencer said, this is a year where it's not strategery. We're going to roll up our sleeves and we're going to show. I love that. Now it's go time. <clears throat> All right. That's going to be uh, that's gonna be good stuff, man. That's going to be good stuff. Exciting times. Uh, Coop says... Go into an old barn and a Titan just sitting there. What you get? I got a scope. What you get? Oh, just a Titan. <laughs> oh, if you, oh, if it's yeah, if you drop in, you have to pit. You have to get yep. your Titan. Uh, Coop says, I think Sony wants to see what Microsoft does so the spin machine can start. And that is why they pulled out. Why be better when you can trump it? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe so. And I, I, yeah, I agree with you. We did a lot of speculation on this last. I think that. Uh, with Xbox going big on it, I also think that it would be in the best interest of Nintendo to capitalize on the um, the lack of information from PlayStation. I think that it would be a good time to pull people in towards the Switch and what they yeah. got going on. Yeah. So it would be the smart move on their on their half. So absolutely, man. Absolutely, absolutely with that. But yeah. Um, I think that that's it, man. A lot of big stuff going on. Coop says Sony won last gen on the spin machine. It worked so well for them. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Can't argue with that. We'll have to, um, yeah, we'll have to see because let's see what else. That's yeah. This is like the big year, right? Before they start talking about the new gen coming out. Yep, that's exactly. That's it, what man. we should do. That's what we should do. There you go. That's the goal. We should be doing our next. Our our future podcast should be from the event. I'm, I'm on board with that, man. I we should go to E3. I would love to be at E3. Fucking eight, dude. Let's let's try to get a press pass. See how that works. <laughs> See how that works. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not going to work as good as you want it to. No, it's probably not at all. They'll they'll they'll, they'll pull up one one VOD on Mixer and be like, nope. <laughs> oh, it's not that. Yeah. Uh, last time I checked to get some kind of press stuff, it was when I was still doing Team Fino stuff really heavy. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Twitch, you have to have um, 50,000 subs. And on for YouTube, it's 100,000. Break, <laughs> man. Come on. I think man. we're a little short. I don't know if we can make up the difference in that time, but we could give it hell. It's a little short. <laughs> Just a little short. Yeah, man. We, we need to look into that. Let's see, what, see how to get in there, man. Start the GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll start saving up, man. Saving our nickels and dimes. Now, hell, it's tax season, bud. Oh, God. Let's get crazy. Let's, let's get crazy. Make our brain. Oh, God. Stuff's coming through. But, yeah, guys, um, I think that's going to wrap it up oh, for yeah. us, man. Going to end the show here. want to thank you guys for, for sticking with us and um, chatting us up, man. Again, this is uh this is Bub Drum. You can find me on Mixer, Xbox Live, Steam, and Twitter at Bub Drum. 
And where can they find you, Claw? They can find me here on Mixer. They can find me on YouTube. I actually might be recording a video for you tonight. See how oh, that word, goes. But word. it's all at the DS Claw. So, yeah, tonight I might be doing a quick, like, one-day build for an Xbox stand. Oh, cool, man. There That's was a awesome. challenge issued in my house, and fuck them. So I'm going to make it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us for tonight. We will see you all next time. Later.